Hi everybody, welcome to episode 7 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, which camera should I buy? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help us with our photography and no more. Now you might be wondering what the question is here. Buying a camera is quite a big thing so I wanted to just go through quite a few of the considerations because this is a bit of a fundamental really of photography. And um, no, I'm not going to get to the end and say you must buy an X or Y camera if only life were that simple. No, I'm afraid not. It's just a matter of considerations and your personal preferences and options. All I'm going to give you here is some things to think about which will help you make the decision about which camera you should buy. Episode 6, I answered the question, what are the different types of camera? I explained very briefly what the different types of camera were and also told you the cameras that I used. An email's just come in from ConvertKit. Thank you very much. No, I'm not paid for that. An email just came in while I was recording it. Note to self to improve on that one. Last episode, (laughs) I was put off a bit there by that. What are the different types of camera? The two types of camera that I use are a DSLR, Canon 6D, and a Micro Four Thirds mirrorless camera, an Olympus AM5 Mark II. Now, I have specific needs for those cameras. So what things should you consider when you're thinking about buying a camera? First one is your budget. How much money have you got to spend on a camera? This is obviously a main consideration and a very general rule of thumb. The more money you spend, the better the camera you can afford to buy. The more money you spend, the better the camera you get. Not afford to buy. That was nonsense. Apologies for that. You can spend 20 grand on the best camera in the world. But guess what? If you don't learn how to use it properly, you'll still take rubbish photos. All I'll say on the budget is decide how much money you're prepared to spend on a camera and the accessories and all the other stuff. Not that I'm a big advocate of getting all the accessories straight away. Decide on a budget, set a limit, and then you've got something to work within and that will give you the options for the cameras that you can get. Okay then, what is the camera for? What do you want to take photos of? It might be that you just get the photos you need with your iPhone and there's nothing wrong with that and don't let anybody tell you there is anything wrong with that. There is, um, I think there's too much snobbery in the photography world where people who use phones are looked down on for just being non-photographers. That's nonsense. I'd never use my iPhone, well, not at the moment anyway, for commercial photography work, but I've still got some great photos taken with my iPhone. Great videos too. I've even made phone calls with it, would you believe? So what's the camera for? Do you want to take photographs of people, street photography, architecture like me, construction sites like me? Or landscapes, this is a good starting point. Or if you want a just general use camera, then that's absolutely fine as well. Size and weight's the next one. I, I have a Canon 6D and Canon 24-105mm lens, which I stopped using on holiday because I just got fed up lugging it around. So that's how I ended up with the Olympus EM5 Mark II and um, a much smaller lens, which I could just shove, not in a pocket, don't believe that. But I could carry it easily and it, the weight didn't burden me at all. So size and weight, do you want some big lump of gear? Another thing that needs to be said here is that not that long ago, the size of the gear that you had was very important in your impression to your clients as being a professional photographer. If you turn up with a mirrorless camera, they'd look at you and go, who's this guy? That, that's gone now, thankfully, and mirrorless and micro-four-thirds cameras 
are much, much better, much higher standard and are a good replacement for a DSLR camera. So size and weight, if it's important to you, it's a factor and you might want to look at one of the smaller camera systems rather than the SLRs. Having said that, the SLRs aren't that big. And having also said that, you can buy a Micro Four Thirds camera and get a big lens put on it and you know better off. Talking of lenses... Do you want to be able to buy other lenses and change them? Why would you want to do this? Well, I have um, a Canon 17 to 40 millimeter lens. Now, 17 mil is very wide. 40 mil is nearly standard. I also have a Canon 24 to 105 lens, which I use for general travel photography. I just take that one lens. I also have a 70 to 200, a telephoto lens, which I use once every three or four months when I have a specific need. Lenses are very important and I'll say the same thing again, get the best quality lenses you can because camera bodies, when you buy a camera body, it depreciates rapidly in value. Camera lenses don't. Camera lenses hold their value incredibly well. I sold camera lenses last year that I bought five, six, seven years ago and actually got more from them than I paid. Do you want an expandable system? Having put that in, I've got no idea what I mean by that because any camera system that I'm aware of is expandable apart from a Kodak film camera. So ignore that and move on. I had to put this one in for the purists. Do you want a digital camera or a film camera? Nothing against film photography. Nothing against people who choose to take photos using film. Personally, I don't get it. Digital all the way for me. So that's a a consideration I don't need to make. And like I say, if you want to go film, you go for it. Just allow for the time to get the negatives back. New or second hand. Now, I've bought new cameras and I've bought second-hand cameras from eBay. I've bought second-hand lenses from eBay and I've never had a problem with them. I've actually had cameras which were in much worse condition than I expected with, with marks on the front element, but never affected my photos, so we can be a bit precious. Nothing wrong with buying second-hand equipment. Just be careful where you buy it and make sure it's, it's what you're after and you've got some recourse if it's damaged or faulty. But yeah, don't be put off by it. Don't feel that you have to buy brand new expensive gear. It's not the case. Is your phone enough for you? Think about this seriously. If you can get by with just a phone, which I do on holidays quite a lot, then I'm happy with that and I'm not fighting against it. Phones are going to get better. There will come a point when the lenses are better as well and you will be using cameras less and less, but we're not there yet. So there's a few things you need to consider, need, want, can consider. In the next episode, according to my script, I will describe the different types of camera that you can buy. That's not true because that was the last episode. Sorry, I had a slight change of sequence here, which I haven't fully updated. No, I'm not reading this all on a script, by the way. I just got some bullet prompts. I just missed that update. But remember this. I think that was in the song once. The most important things about photography are these. One, that you go out and take photos. Number one way to improve your improve your photography that's easy for me to say and two that you enjoy your photography a great camera doesn't equal great photos great photographic technique and composition helps you get a great photo with a rubbish camera an average camera or a great camera forget the snobbery it's what you do with your camera not the camera okay that's that one done ah here we go next episode how do i learn to use my new camera This is a little bit of a hobby horse for me. This might end up being a little bit of a rant and that rant will be aimed at me and my lack of applying myself to learning how to use a camera inside and out before buying some shiny new stuff to go with it. Okay, I'll stop waffling there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. 
and I'm all over the place, let's be honest. And please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you could also tell everybody you know about my podcast, that would be even better. You can also check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural photography and my construction photography and my thoughts on my blog about photography in general. Last thing, if there's something you want me to explain in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant detail, let me know and I'll add it to the list which you can see on my website. This episode was brought to you by the power of my mouth just about managing to work. When I get a paid sponsor link for this bit, I'll look forward to it. None yet, though. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.